Hey, this is Ox with the Unbiased Trailblazer podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Unbiased Blazers. There's a link in our bio for our Discord server where you can join in on the discussions, give us your takes, give us comments, or just join in on a podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Rip City, baby. Three, two, one, zero, zero. Lift off and the clock has started. What is up, everybody? This is episode 21 of the Unbiased Trailblazer podcast. We are joined by a couple special guests here. We got Otis and we got Lucas here. And we're also, the return of Mike is back. He is starting to feel better from his uh, sickness he had. So Mike is here. And unfortunately, now Fawad is not here. So it's me and Mike running it. And we got Lucas and Otis in here. Uh, We're going to just talk a little Blazer basketball. The Blazers are playing right now against Toronto. It's the start of the first quarter, so we'll probably have a little bit of game talk as the game is going on. But first off, I just want to say thanks to Lucas and Otis for joining. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Doing well. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm doing good. I'm excited to watch the Blazers and talk about the Blazers at the same time. Yeah, and then we also have a third person who can't talk right now, but he might chime in in the text, so we might get a couple text messages from him, and uh, I'll read that out from there. But, Mike, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm off my sickness, feeling better. Um, unfortunately, I had to be, like, monitored because my defenses were kind of low in my body. Oh, jeez. But, but apparently, uh, my defense was the only defense that sucked last week. So, uh, I'm here. Yeah, just like true Blazer fashion, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of that, let's just kind of jump in right to it. Otis, I'm going to ask you first, what's your thoughts on the season so far? How how, how are you feeling? Um, I, I, I do feel pretty frustrated, to be honest, watching these games. Um, this is like the first time in a long time where... You turn in and watch a Blazer game, and Damian Lillard is not, like, just on fire uh, for most of these games so far. Usually, you might only have, like, four or five games out of, like, 82 games a season where it's like, oh, he's not feeling it, or his shot isn't falling. And even then, he's driving pretty hard, and he's assisting a lot, and he can kind of fade into the background. And in a lot of those games, I'm feeling pretty confident we'll still win. But he, Damian, just really hasn't caught a, a good rhythm yet. So um, with the rest of the supporting cast, um, kind of excluding CJ and the bench, like not really stepping up, um, that's, that's, it's just been frustrating. It's been a lot of close games where it's like, man, if, if, if Dame really just shot better uh, on some threes or, you know, things go a certain way, we, we would have – a lot better record so um it's been frustrating but exactly at the same time it is like well you know maybe he'll he'll feel a little bit better physically um i don't know if that's gonna be the case honestly i don't think it's like a a, just a one game rest type situation but uh i don't know like hopefully he starts to feel better over the season or just starts to kind of be his normal self so 
I guess we'll just kind of see how it unfolds, but um, I guess I would say, like, I watch Blazer games a lot to relax. Even if they lose, I know Dame's going to go off. It's going to be a fun show, and we haven't really seen that this season from them. Yeah, you mentioned Lillard sitting out one game. It's kind of weird he has this injury that we're all aware of, and they sit him out against Denver, and then they bring him back this game. It just seems kind of like a weird break they gave him, like, if he was gonna, if he was good enough to play this game, then he probably was good enough for the Denver game. But yeah, Lucas, what about you? Well, yeah, uh, I've also missed seeing Dame, you know, score forty or whatever. But uh, I'm still optimistic about it. I know a lot of people were down because, like, we had like a bad stretch there for sure, especially on the away games. But I still like, I still enjoy it even without Dame, you know, doing what he does. But uh, yeah, and I also think that a lot of our other players you know like Nas and Ant have really like stepped up a lot which has always been fun to see yeah so I hope we can see like more from them even more from them this season and yeah so I'm excited for that and and Mike since we haven't really heard from you since the season yeah. started pretty much how how are you feeling about the season I just like to highlight Gary Trent just hit a tree so yeah I saw that you're good um yeah uh if i have to describe this season right now it's like dull um did i expect more yes am i surprised that it's not more no do i want moves to happen yes do i know the moves that i want to happen no so uh it's a confusing time uh but um hopefully we get better without moving any any pieces because we don't have a lot of movable pieces and uh, realistic trade targets. So, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of leads into our next question. We haven't really had a season where we've started off this slow and it's been this ugly and it kind of is carrying over from last year and the disappointment in the playoffs. So, obviously, we've been hearing a lot of, you know, trade. We need to trade this guy. We need to... You know, CJ needs to go. Nurkic needs to go. Some people say Lillard needs to go. So I'm curious your guys' opinions on this. So, Lucas, I'll start with you. Do you think this early in the season it's time to blow it up? Do you think it's time to trade everybody, including Dame? Is is it just CJ, who's the most realistic trade piece that we have? I mean, what, how do you feel about that? I think blowing it up right now is stupid. I mean, we're not, we haven't had a terrible start for the season, and I think we've not been playing bad. Well, I mean, maybe we have, but it's still early-ish. So we have time, but... And trading Dame, I, I, I couldn't do it. Especially not now. But uh, for trading CJ, I know a lot of people would like that. And yeah, I guess I'm, I'd be happy with trading a big player that's not Damian Lillard if it means we're getting better. I just don't think that blowing it up right now is smart because we're still a good team right now and there's no point. Fair enough. And, yeah, I, mean, and look, I, I agree. Look at, those, look at the standings. We're actually 10th and we're two games away from like 5th basically in this in this season. So we're kind of like in the play-in uh and it, with a few wins above that we could easily be like sixth seventh where we avoid the play-in as well so i i think we definitely still need a few games before we talk about blowing things up i think well and like you just said 
Milwaukee, who won the championship last year and pretty much has almost the same roster they had last year, pretty close to it. They're yeah. the exact same record as we are, and we're not hearing all those fans freaking out saying they need to blow it up. So I do think that people kind of need to slow it down. But I'm curious, Otis, how you feel about blowing it up or you know making trades for CJ or even trades with Dame that people talk about. Yeah, well, it, it's funny. I mean, just watching the games, I think I think you guys would agree with me that when you watch the the games, like the first unit. It doesn't really bring a lot of energy, and it's, there's times where I'm watching the bench play, and they all kind of play together, and it's like, man, like, Cody Zeller, like, I almost kind of want him on the floor rather than Nurk in some of these games, and then it's like, oh, man, uh, Nasir Little, like, Simons, they're all kind of popping off, and it, even if they're not, like, scoring or, you know, they're, they're letting some shots go, it's like they just play so hard. And some of the exactly. starters just aren't showing that. Like Nurk and Rocco probably primarily um, just are not playing super hard. And then CJ, like on defense, I, I just don't feel like he brings it all the time. As much as he should for somebody like who's been in the league as long as him, he should kind of know some defensive like little tricks, you know, being in the league that long. So, um, yeah, like... like uh, like we kind of discussed, uh, like Lucas said, like I, I would be open to trading anybody besides uh, Dame. I just don't think you really can't blow it up with Dame because he's, uh, I mean, he's the star of the show. I mean, he's like a top 10 player. You don't just walk into those. But, um, and that, you know, the funny thing is, though, I mean, the CJ has played really well this season, too. So. I don't know. I don't know if you're ever going to get good value for CJ because he's kind of sneakily like a top 10 shooting guard, even though he's really frustrating. But um, he's so good at being like a three-level scorer. And there's a lot of guys like Doncic, Harden, like the big names come up. But beyond those, there's not a lot of like three-level scores in the NBA like CJ that could probably get you 30 a night if he's just like doing his own thing the whole night. So, um yeah, I kind of vacillate back and forth between that of like, what sh- you know, who should we trade? What should we do? Um, Nurkic has been really frustrating too. I don't know what you think about that, Lu- Lucas, but I, I, I was expecting Nurkic, Nurkic to come back strong, being healthy, and he just hasn't. He's really disappointed me, honestly. I think we, I think we all were expecting that. Yeah, I was just looking at his the point <clears throat> totals today. He's only had twenty points once in like fourteen games. Yeah, it it seems like it just seems like it's the same nerf from last year. And just like some of these games, like that Phoenix game, we have Frank Kaminsky blowing up for like 35 against us or like, you know, just like just average centers. And it's like, dude, like I understand you're not going to score 30 every game, but just like shut people down or like, you know, let people like command the paint. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to touch on something before we go to Mike real quick. You you brought up about CJ. It's 100% spot on. The issue has always been getting good value for CJ. I mean, we could make a trade to make a trade and we could do it. But it's getting the right value for CJ. And like you said, it's hard to find that value because of how sneakily good he is. It's, it's hard to find value for that. So I totally agree with you. Uh, Mike? How do you, what's your thoughts on trades and blowing things up? I'm always up for it. Uh, uh, 
yeah you know um yeah shout out to zelo just did a crazy save and then it ended up in a tree and uh zelo is kind of my focal point here because uh, i feel like he's he's been the best center we have like on both ends of the floor even though he's not the passer that Nurkic is and doesn't has doesn't have like the chemistry that Nurk has with them or CJ with the pick and rolls that can be developed and uh, Nurk is uh has been really disappointing basically we're always waiting for him to blow up and it's always the same he's always not good but not average either it's just a weird middle standard and uh, if he's going to complain about it then I think it's time to move on from him um especially because he has value he's a he's actually a very complete center when it comes to all all the facets of the game uh except three point shooting but uh yeah uh, trading neck would be the best scenario and uh starting zeller because zeller is a starting uh quality starter in the nba for sure he showed that and uh i feel like that's the best option Dame, obviously, is not what we want to trade, of course. Especially because he's playing good tonight, finally. Um, and uh, CJ is it's, it's his splash brother, so right now, I don't even know who can we trade CJ for. But uh, with Nurkic, I, I'm sure we can get like a good uh, forward that we, that we can finally stop playing free guards. And just sort the whole lineup up. Yeah, and and my friend Lee, who's not in the voice chat right now, but he is doing a text chat, he said Nurk would make the most sense on trading away because of his expiring contract and the lack of effort yeah. that we get from him, which yeah. it's true. He There's times when he, he's not putting any effort. It doesn't seem like, at least, that he's putting any effort out there. Um, and I, I, I'm having a hard time seeing us re-sign him, so... I think if we don't do anything with him, we'll end up losing him at the end of the year anyways. And I think that's kind of what Lee's saying. And he also mentioned that he was supposed to be one of the focal points on offense. And I mean, like, like uh, Otis said, he only scored 20 points once you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I had seen. I think he had a couple 17, but I mean, yeah, if you're playing 35 minutes and, yeah, we, we all see these short rolls that he has. It seems like the one of the easiest things you could practice at an NBA level just over the summer, get, getting that pocket pass from Dame and rolling, finishing strong to the rim. I think yes. Frustrating for all of us. And it's like, and the it's, fact this has been an issue, yeah, for a long time. The fact that he's got two bricks for hands and can't catch a ball, I don't know when, when that happened all of a sudden, but every pass he fumbles, and it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fumbling around. And I think uh, if, if we could – I don't think this is going to be possible, but if we could like get like DeAndre Ayton, like oh, I'd give like Nurk two firsts or like three firsts. Like, because to be honest, I, I'd, I'd just go crazy with the picks. I mean, even if – you know, I'm not going to wait to save the picks for when we're bad. Like, this, we have Damian Lillard. Let's just go all in. And I think, I don't think he's going anywhere if we get DeAndre Ayton, who's like just, just a beast and at least like plays hard. We know he's going to come in, play hard the whole time. So, um, I don't know how realistic that is, but just, 
I think Zeller's cool, but I wouldn't want to start him. I really like him coming off the bench and giving us solid minutes. Um, I'd feel differently if he played like 35 minutes. I'd probably be a little like, whoa. But um, yeah, that's that would be my dream right now is DeAndre Aiden for Nurk. Well, I completely agree. If we're trying to win now, first round picks don't matter to us. So yeah. I to- totally agree. So next question I want to ask you guys, Otis, I'll start with you. Who's your, who's been your favorite player to watch so far starting or bench? You know, who's been your favorite to watch? Yeah, it's, that's tough. There's actually some, there's some good candidates like the starting unit. Um, I have some issues with, but then, um, CJ has kind of carried us a little bit and it's kind of been crazy to watch. He's just added some more threes to his game. And then he does, uh, he still has that short range kind of smoothness that like so few people have. And you watch like the teams that play on the on prime time, like Harden, Doncic, they all have it. But really like, you know, 10 to 15 players have those moves where you think they're caught on defense. And then they just like do a follow through like floater. And you're like, oh man, like he's, you know, he's, he's got it. Um. So, I mean, him and then just obviously, like, Simons and Little, of course. Like, those two, I think we all, like, love to watch because you could just see them grow on the court the more minutes they have. Uh, I just want to do a quick shout-out. I saw somebody in the crowd wearing a Tracy McGrady jersey, so I just want to give a shout-out to whoever that was. I like the jersey. <laughs> uh, what about you, Lucas? Who who have you enjoyed watching? And as as we're watching right now, we're making a little comeback here. It's now 33-30. to 30. Um, defense is picking up obviously the second unit looks like it's mostly in and before lucas before you go i'm just going to give you guys a quick little i actually enjoy watching tony snell play he plays really good defense he gets his hand on the ball a lot and he's a he's a good three and d player and i like i'm glad we have him actually we i almost feel like we should play him more but lucas who's your favorite player to watch so far well like otis said there's been like issues of our starting five so it wouldn't be anyone from there so I think I'd have to choose just Nasir Little easily because, I mean, we all were, like, expecting him to have a good season. Nasir, you know, because everyone was, like, hyping him up after the off season, expecting him to do good. And, I mean, I think he's lived up to all of that. And, like, the way he's been playing, obviously he's been, like, the hardest, probably the hardest working player. You know, you can always see him, like, trying to run up for the rebound and, you know, hop up for the rebound and, like, get the deflections and the steals. And that's just like some of my favorite type of basketball like to watch. And especially he's just like so good at like dunking. I mean it's it's fun to watch, obviously. And yeah, it's half be him. It's easy for me. Yeah, the effort he brings on offense and defense is it's nice to see. It's uh I mean it's sad to say, but we don't we literally do not beat the Houston Rockets without Nasir Little. Yeah, we should we shouldn't have to say that, but <laughs> he, he did pretty much win us that game with his energy and just like running the floor hard and then playing like really good defense too, um, in that game as well. And just like rebounding, like I think he had like thirteen rebounds. Yeah, and yeah. In that same game, Nurkic had like six, and it's like, well, you know, no nobody's gonna score thirty points a game every game, but like you can always like play hard. And you can well, always like fight for the ball. Exactly. When you're seven foot, you should be averaging at least 
10 rebounds a game when you play as many minutes as he does. Oh, yeah, easily. What about you, Mike? Do you have a player that you've enjoyed watching besides Carmelo Anthony? Um, besides Melo, maybe I have uh, one player that uh, has been sticking out for me. And uh, luckily, he's a Portland Trailblazer. And uh, it's uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Um, he's really like... Um, I love these like sneaky pickups that we do. Like last year, we had Ronde, and he came out and gave us great minutes, but he never got the playing time he deserved. And I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. is right now is uh he's suffering the same treatment. Uh, because um, like he realistically he only played four games with minutes, and he already has with five plus assists and three games with over three steals. So, uh, and on, on all of those games, we, ju we just lost one, which was last game. Other than that, all wins. Um, yeah, uh, he's really productive on the court. And he's getting a bunch of DNPs, man. I hate to see it, man. Uh, he's, not, he's not the scorer that we want off the bench, but uh, his passing and his defense, his basketball IQ is something we are lacking big on the team. In fact, sometimes no one has a brain out there, and uh, Dennis Mitchell is bringing that out and uh, hustling on the defense and uh, creating good looks, uh, not not turning over the ball too much. And yeah, I'd like to see him as a, a primary backup point guard, but uh, I'm asking too much. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> one, uh, one other player I want to shout out real quick we haven't seen much of but every time i've seen him i've enjoyed watching him is greg brown love watching him come in whether we're up by 20 or down by 20 he he's kind of like little where he just gives you maximum effort and the hops that that guy has is crazy he just just crazy um looks like levi he uh he responded here if you ever go to a game in person, you you would think Zeller was the best player in the league based off how the crowd reacts to them, uh, reacts to him, and uh, I totally get it. He's one of those hardworking guys who just who does all the little things that Portland fans love to see. So totally get it. He said he's a uh, Zeller's so, so fun to watch. He's a balding old man that just plays hard, and you can't dis disagree with that. I mean, he does play hard. <laughs> I'm sorry for the interruption there, but holy Nasir, Jesus Christ! That I dumb. mean, he's he's been on something lately. Uh, we we forgot to do polls, but I had a feeling that his dunk against uh, was that Houston? Yeah, the dunk against yeah, Houston probably would have won that one. There's no need for a poll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I want to go. We got two more questions left, so I'm just gonna kind of wrap both of these up in one. How do you guys feel about the defense and like what solutions we could have to fix it? Because obviously it's an issue. And then just your feelings on the rest of the season. So let's start off with let's go with uh, Lucas. How how are you feeling about the defense and then the rest of the season? Uh, I I think our defense is better than last year, but that doesn't really say much because you can't get much worse than we were last year. But <laughs> I mean, like our new guys. Uh, Nance and um, Zeller, obviously, have just been playing great defense. And also, like you said, Snell, he doesn't get much minutes, but he's been playing good. Same with Dennis Smith Jr. 
And um, who Nas? Nas, of course, has been trying very hard on defense, and we don't have, and um, especially on, on our starters, we don't have many players who are trying on defense, which is why I think it's a good idea to maybe do some new lineups with Nas or uh, even Nance. But uh, yeah, I think our defense is better, but that is not good yet. We need to change up our lineup. And also, I think the three-guard lineup won't work if we want a good defense. Because yeah. you know, there's so many good small forwards and wings in the league that we need someone good enough to guard them competently. And, you know, yeah. And Roko sort of been supposed to do that, but he hasn't been doing it great so far. But he could still pick it up, I think. But, yeah. And so let, let me add on to this. What what do you think, because you mentioned that the starting lineup might need to change, what do you think would be a good starting lineup for us to come out with? Mm. I think, well, I think we should do a lot of, maybe not a lot of, but a few experimenting with it. And I think um, just a simply, uh, I think, hmm, okay. First, I think we should just try switching Roko for Nance just for a bit. And um, also, I've heard people saying, like, having Nance and Roko starting. Well, no, I haven't heard much of that. But, like, and having Powell also just come off the bench and score a bunch for us, even though obviously he would be the better player out of them. But we would still need, a, like, two good defenders on. But... Uh, yeah, I don't think that's good. And I think Nance and Nas actually should have like an opportunity to start over Roko at least yeah, a few games I, this season just to see how it works out. Totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, Otis, how do you feel about the defense and the changes that they should should make or if there is any changes? And then also the starting lineup question as well. Yeah, I think they go hand in hand. Honestly, I would just play like the dudes who play the hardest, which would be... I mean, you have to play Lillard a lot of minutes, but I would go Lillard, uh, Norm, like, Norman Powell just always plays, like, mean, pissed off. Like, he's always just, he's always driving hard, and on the defensive end, he, like, fights hard. So I'd play him at the two, Nasir Little at the three, because I think he's earned it at this point. And he does, like... People kind of forget, like, I know Melo's your favorite player, Mike, but um, there was, like, a mini controversy last season when Nasir Little had, like, eight threes in a game, and, like, people were like, why is Melo still playing over him? So, um, and then I'd, I'd have Nance at the four, uh, just because he's a little more springy than than uh, Rocco at this point, and then I'd probably still have Nurk at, at the center position. But... Um, Ultimately, I mean, if Nurk can't get these short rolls on offense, it might just be better to have Zeller um, in his place, which I don't think you do that permanently, but you probably just do it a few games just so Nurk knows, like, he has to drive. And it's it's weird because Nurk, he, he does play defense, like, hard. It's just he seems to, like, not want to score as much. You know, he spends a lot of the game screening for a dame and cj and he does a good job at that but it's like dude why don't you take some of these handoffs and just you know fake it and, and drive to the basket like he should do that twice a game or even just take 12 footers or something you know just just try to score a little bit more he doesn't want to seem to do that so um 
that would probably be my favorite lineup. I know that that might piss CJ off, but I mean, he, I he just, just going to say red alert. CJ is not starting. He probably, I mean, he can play, he could be like super CJ on the second unit and Hey, Hey bud, you don't want to pass. Just don't pass for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you and Simons can just like, yeah, you know, play <laughs> off each other and stuff. Um, I just, I, I think I tell CJ that too. It's like, dude, you're not good enough. Like, Norm plays harder than you on defense. Like, you know, if you want it, you can have it. But um, it is kind of funny. Like, our we have so much guard depth. Like, we do just have Dennis Smith waiting in the wings too. So, um, we have a lot of like guards on defense and really just depth in, in, in general. That I don't know. I mean, maybe we just sit Dame for a few games if he really has an injury and he needs a week or two. Let's just, you know, we, I, I think we should just try sitting him maybe just to let let Dennis Smith Jr. go at it. Let let Simons come out and play a full game and stuff. And um, Simons played this full game against Denver. He did pretty well there. So um, I'd be curious to just kind of see what that would do and kind of get Dame prepared for the stretch run a little bit. Yeah, I totally agree. And Norman Powell just got an and one. We're gonna be uh, it's gonna be a close game at halftime. Uh, Mike, what about you? How do you feel about the defense, and how do you feel about the starting lineup change? Yeah, I heard a mellow dig in the middle of that rant. So, uh, <laughs> this year shot eight threes in the game, but uh, when he's third in the NBA for made threes, maybe he can have a discussion. Yeah, I I can't I can't deny that Melo has been shooting good from three. So just behind Stephen Curry and CJ McCollum, a bucket in. He already has scored a three tonight in the game. Um, there's no argument there. Uh, in terms of our defense, um, as I said before, um, Dennis Smith had three steals versus the Lakers. He had four steals versus the Clippers. Uh oh! I think we're losing you, Mike. Oh, am I so, here? Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah I'm back. Uh, I'm getting. Uh, getting. Let me talk, uh -oh. please. We're losing you again. Uh oh. I think what he's trying to say is we need to trade for Carmelo right now. He needs to be starting for us. I think that's what I heard him say. <laughs> it, it is. It is sad. It is sad he's not here anymore. We can, yeah, I think we got you. Yeah, uh, as I was saying before I was interrupted. Uh, yeah, um, Dennis Smith is part of that. Uh, Larry Nance is, of course, part of that. Um, uh, I remember um, a game versus the Clippers where it's one of the games where I felt we defended worse because we, we let Nicholas Batum score 22 oh. points. Oh, yeah. Goodness. And, uh, and that game, uh, Robert Covington played 39 minutes, and Larry Nance played 9 minutes. So, I don't know. I don't know what went to the heads of the people there. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure Larry Nance wouldn't let Nicholas Batum drop a 22-piece. Uh, yeah, that was some clutch shooting by Batum all game long. There's yeah. a lot of that where we just let people go off against us, and it's like... I don't know. Just, just like switch it up. You know, if Harrison Barnes is has hit like five threes, like don't let him have any more threes in the game. Totally it's, agree. It's just like simple kind of adjustments like that, and just like 
I, I noticed just a lot of like penetration too. Like I would almost like just let the guy have an open shot from mid range. Like I just don't know, like no layups, no layups. Like <laughs> we, I, I feel like we watch, I watch half the game and we're just riding dudes hips to the, to the rim. Pretty um, much every, every guard gets past our guards. <laughs> yeah, so. Whether it's there's like, a screen or not. Yeah, so I would just say, like, just just let people shoot and, like, you know, just no easy shots. I mean, is that 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 drives me crazy? And then just like bench people. If you're uh, if if you're Chauncey, just like, dude, we we brought you in to be the coach. You know, do 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 the hard things and talk to dudes and just tell them, look, I, I'm gonna bench you because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Uh, Mike, did you have any? Did you have a little bit more you wanted to go off on? Uh no, basically we we was just said before. Uh, stop running three guard lineup. Norman looks like um. I don't know. Looks like uh, Nate Robinson there, defending a small forward. <laughs> so, You're um, not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong at all. Even though he might not be happy to start, you still get minutes, and uh, we can start maybe Roko at the three. Or Nasir. Because uh, according to Lucas, uh, no, according to Otis, he made eight threes in a game, and uh, he's better than Melo. So, uh, <laughs> do you guys remember yeah. that? They were I like, actually, oh, everybody was on his case because like the seer was like kind of you know throwing into his boots a little bit. Was that last year? Yeah, it was like last year. Yeah, I but an Anthony shot like 13 threes without missing, so uh, we That's should bench game too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, that was a crazy was, game. It's really, I don't know, it is kind of, it's it's sad to me that, I like, Melo says we didn't offer him a contract. Like, I hope we would have at least offered him a contract. Obviously, like, I don't want him playing, like, a ton, but, like, you know, this would have been cool to, like, have him as, like, as his finishing kind of team basically mm-hmm. you know um and i i never got a mellow jersey so i think i mean those are probably like skyrocketed in price i would assume by now um, well i mean it's i'm pretty sure old Shay did not even reach out to mellow and he did the same thing with wesley matthews and yeah. that's just not something you do to a player that's played for you it just seems yeah. crazy it's actually yeah, pretty I- common in the league though like not many gms like say goodbye to their players like when they don't sign them i heard that's not really common but i don't know if that's true or not i just feel like i'd at least say hey we're not going to offer you anything and i hope you Good find luck. something yeah, yeah like I would thank too. you I would for too. the years you gave us and how hard yeah. you played yeah that's uh, crazy take, i mean I, yeah i feel like Melo definitely gave it his all like he was he was a lot better on defense too than people really want to give him credit for oh. um like he very pretty, vocal He's always vocal. <laughs> he was very vocal, yeah. Come on, those rebounds. Coming down with the rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of his way. <laughs> uh, yeah, is there? I, I actually, I just, I just thought about this. I wanted to ask everybody real quick. The Blazers are wearing their new uh, jerseys tonight, and at first, I didn't think I was gonna like them. Looking at them now, I actually do like them a lot. So my question is, what is your guys's favorite alternate jersey that we've ever had? Do you have a favorite one? Let's start off with Mike. Besides mellow jerseys, what uh, what's your favorite alternate jersey we had? 
Um, that's funny because it's actually a mellow jersey, and um, I just got it like two weeks ago. It's that um brown Oregon jersey. Oh, I yeah. love that design, man. Just I don't know. It's just so different from what we've seen in the league. I I'd never seen a brown jersey, and somehow the colors saying Oregon really fits well with the uh, with the brown, and uh, it's a mellow jersey. So. And what about you, Otis? What what what's your favorite alternate jersey? That's probably it. That's probably it because um, it ju- it just feels like cool and woodsy with that like cursive mm-hmm. yep, yeah. uh, organ and like I don't know, man. Where like I live in Cal, I live in Northern California, and even out here, dude. There's like a ton of Lakers fans, and it's so like they're always wearing their dumb Laker jerseys. But like that organ, like cursive, like look. It's just like a classic like look to me. It's like hey, you know, from the Pacific Northwest, we have we have all these breweries and stuff and we're just cooler people in general, you know? So that's, that's, that's kind of what I w- would want to be wearing um, for any Portland Jersey. What about you, Lucas? What's your favorite alternate Jersey? I mean, I also have the same uh, pick for my favorite alternate Jersey as the um, Mike and uh, Otis. I, it's, I kind of exactly what they said, really. I mean, I don't live anywhere near, like California or Oregon, really. Well, sort of close, but I don't. So I don't like know about it, like on that level. But I just think it looks great for. And I don't pay much attention to jerseys, but that's my favorite. Like automatically, I would think that's my favorite. Well, shit. I guess I'm gonna have to mix it up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> my my favorite alternate jersey was. It was the Rip City jerseys they wore back when Aldridge and uh, they did the sleeve jersey, the sleeved form of it. I didn't like the sleeve form as much, but I did like just the plain white Rip City jersey with the red and black on the side. Um, Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's always been my favorite, and uh, I had to get one of those jerseys when I went to the game, so I was like, yep, this is is the one for me. So for me, that's my favorite alternate jersey. but I honestly, I really like these. These look like '90s throwback jerseys, and I like I like what they look like. Mm-hmm. I like the '90s jerseys. I think they got to keep um, mixing it up too. Like the Miami jersey, like the 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 Vice City kind of jersey. Like mm-hmm. I just want more like crazy designs, basically. You know? Are um, you liking the crayon box that they have right now? It just looks like an elementary school kid made their jersey. <laughs> A bunch of different colors and. I haven't seen that, but I like the the like uh, what is that the blue and the the, the, the vice ones are really nice. Yeah, the, yeah. the new ones they have this year they're strange. They're they look like uh, elementary school kid put in a submission for their jersey and they accepted it because it's a bunch of random colors on their jersey. Yeah, I just like uh, I like weird jerseys. Like I like the Raptors Dino jerseys. Oh yeah. Me too. Those those are like so cool to me. So just just give me more weird jerseys. The Oregon <laughs> jersey is a good place to start. Just keep mixing it up. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap this up? Do you guys think Neil Olshu is going to get fired soon? Oh, uh, he's gone. Gone? Yeah, I figured. Whether I'm, they find something or not, he's gone. I kind of, uh, I, I gotta say, like, I think we're gonna regret it if we fire him. Like, maybe he's a mean person, but I think he does draft pretty well. When you look at his draft record, it's like, even like second round, 
like Anthony Simon's late round pick, Pat Connaughton, he's on his like third contract. Will Barton, we probably shouldn't have traded him. Nope. Uh Little, super late pick. Uh, Greg Brown, I mean, he's at least interesting and stuff. So, um, the new yeah, no, okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about CJ Ellaby. No, actually, actually, yeah, CJ Ellaby, not to be weird, but he's probably my most hated player of this whole yeah. like era. <laughs> really, just, really hate him. He just, I, just I, don't, I don't understand what he does well besides have like a bouncy afro. I, I, he just, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I had my brother come over and watch one game, and he he perfectly summed it up. It looks he looks like an ostrich running out there, and he really does. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> he looks like all right. I something something. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys for coming out. We're gonna do this again, and this time we're not gonna schedule it when there's a Blazer game because. Truly, I didn't even think about it, but there's a lot of people that wanted to take part of it, but have season tickets or we're going to this game. So we'll we'll do this again, and hopefully we'll have more of that, and it won't be on a game, I promise. Um, but Otis, Lucas, I appreciate you guys coming out. Even Lee, even though he couldn't really talk, I appreciate you guys all being here. Yeah, thanks thanks for having us. And and obviously, you know, do we'll do this more often, but it's it's just fun to talk basketball it's fun to talk blazers and uh get everybody's opinions on things and hear funny ideas and stories so i appreciate you guys coming out mike i'm glad you're feeling better and you're back with us um yeah make sure if you guys aren't you can follow us on twitter you can follow us uh on discord join in on the conversations and uh as always rip city baby <laughs>